Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. Welcome to Talking Architecture and Design and today we have a very special guest and perhaps also our most unusual guest to date, I guess in, in, in some um, way, shape or form, Darren O'Day, half of, um, I believe, half of Speckle is, is how you've described yourself. Um, Speckle is, is actually a, a very interesting computer program, but which we'll get into later, but Darren has an interesting, interesting story. Um, tell me, Darren, what is basically um your background background um hey all thanks for uh, listening in um the background uh, comes uh, from uh i guess uh i've been taking a few different directions over over time uh the first of all started off as a lithographic printer okay. so you know those big printing machines that produce leaflets and newspapers and all that sort of stuff uh love play around with color I uh, okay. loved uh, mixing color and uh, creating, uh, I guess, uh, I guess marketing uh, and advertising uh, outputs from the from that process. And uh, then after that, um, I found myself um, uh, in the wildlife biology space. Okay, it's, it's a natural connection. It is, there is a natural connection. Okay, yeah. I'm, well, I'm following you know, I, got to, I got sick of destroying the environment with paper. And decided to uh, I'd, uh, try and save uh, some of the world's, uh, uh, I guess, uh, species okay. uh, from uh, uh, from uh, the the way they are going in in significant decline. Mm. Uh, and uh, wildlife biology was the space that I was playing in. So I started working in that space, and I studied in that space. Got a degree in wildlife biology. Wow. And okay. And then um, you know, uh, after a while, I realised that um, in fact uh, maybe. Uh, to have a big impact. And my background is, my family background is building. Right, okay. And uh, I then did a master's in environmental management. Uh, and that allowed me to try to, uh, you know, transverse over into a space where I thought I could actually have an impact. Um, and then after that, I decided, well, actually, yeah, let's do another master's and I'll do a master's in sustainable design and building physics. And that's really the sort of the love of my life now. That's what I do. That's what I l- I'm, I'm crazy about. Uh, I love the nuance of design and uh, from an aesthetic point of view, but also from an engineering point of view. I'm very uh, enthusiastic about where our industry is going. And uh, uh, I see uh, I see a, a long pathway ahead of us in terms of how we improve our buildings. We've got lots of challenges out there, um, but we've also we've got everything that we need now to enable uh, much better buildings from a performance point of view, from a health point of view, energy efficiency, moisture point of view. That's really the uh, sadly the loves of my life. With my partner, she now uh, knows all about the uh, difference between uh, different types of diffusion through wall systems. Okay, well, uh, as, as knowledge is knowledge is good. Yep. So. Um, Design. Before we start um, onto the, some of the other things, what is your if let's call it your favourite design, if that's the right right term. I mean, if you if you were to pick a design to to, to build, okay, what what would what would it be? Well, that's that's a tough one. Um, uh, I do like some of the stuff coming out of Singapore. So okay, Boha, you know some of the big uh, some of the big designs that are taking into account. Uh, and uh, natural ventilation in extremely challenging environments yes, from a is. humidity point of view. Mm. Uh, they're not easy to design to. Um, uh, and I think um, I think probably there is a cluster of projects aesthetically and from an engineering point of view that are super, super interesting. 
Uh, we do have uh, obviously plenty of projects here in Australia too, but they're probably the ones that I've been most intrigued by. Uh, they had a lot of color, a lot of depth to their design, uh, and I'm a sucker for anything green on a building. So the fact you can stick uh, trees on buildings uh, appeals to me. Well, we have a, we have a few of these just down the road. From you do, here. you yeah. do. I saw one on the train on the way in. Yeah, um, the, the uh, UTS uh, Central One building. Correct. Yeah, I was just I was looking at that, wondering how how it's gone to whether it's gone to plan or not. I was watching, looking at the uh, the the uh, vegetation as it drops down the building. Uh, you know, it's starting to really form, I guess, a pattern on the building now. Uh, and I wondered, I was wondering to myself whether that was actually the intent or whether that's just an organic sort of, uh, you know, uh, growth and it's where the building is going to naturally lead itself rather than a part of the actual initial design. But yeah, look, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a great looking building. Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. Okay, so let's let's talk about, um, you, you mentioned um, natural ventilation and let's talk about that and natural light and let's talk about windows and, mm-hmm. and, and doors mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, and let's talk about speckle. A speckle, um, a speckle for uh, to get everyone quickly up to speed is is a bit of software available online with a large free component of it uh, that allows people to specify. That's where the speckle gets its name. Mm-hmm. The S P E C is about spe- okay. specification. It's about enabling us to uh, specify better. Uh, and better means better from all aspects, whether, whether it's uh, engineering or architectural. Uh, I want people to get access to better quality products to put on into their designs. Uh, and they are, I guess, more rigid and rigorous as we go through those early design stage processes in order for people to uh, get through to, I guess, a tender process um, and uh, have, a, have a better chance of um, a better better materials surviving the value management process because we do have a lot of uh, value management uh, in typical designs today and um, I would like to see specification lead the way as part of that discussion of well look there's so many things that we've got to get right here if you get a rigorous specification right then you've got a better chance of achieving a better outcome Mm -hmm. as you go down the line Mm -hmm. so take it back for a moment Mm. why speckle how why did, how, did, how did you come up with it i mean to, to develop this, this so what, what prompted me was um i guess i've had a, an itch that i've been trying to scratch for a long time in terms of i've always wanted to advance how we um how we design buildings and there's been a challenge uh between architecture and engineering for a long time where by which we haven't necessarily uh had the opportunity because of time or um because of other factors that have enabled us to really get across the design early enough and it goes to back to that adage of you know getting early get get the team together early but sometimes we just don't have the opportunity to do that because we're going through a process and we're pumping out renders and we're trying to win a competition and that's really got nothing to do with the engineering it's just a concept right and that's cool that's fine that's the way that's the way the way it works but we don't really have any stability in terms of the future potential specification associated to that design and then we hit barriers as we go through the process suddenly we're on the job 
we've won the job we're moving forward but then we've got to match up to these you know these renders that had nothing to do with what will actually be delivered really because the glass is too light there's too much vision area um you know it, it they haven't taken into account um the actual sort of reflectivity of the glass so they're showing this beautiful transparent building but it's not going to be achieved because we've got a lot of challenges with very very transparent buildings so really what i've done i've, I've gone through you know my last 10 years i've been very much in a comp consultancy capacity in facade design and engineering um Speckle comes out of that and is the itch that I've been trying to scratch in terms of trying to advance that conversation of get in front of this stuff because it's better for you. It's better for your design. It's better that we don't value manage things as heavily as we often do in the architecture and, and uh, I guess, construction process. Um, so Speckle as a project enables you to start going through that process of spe specification very early and without impacting your workflow. So I don't want a workflow. I don't think workflow should be impacted. Everyone has a a uh, a way of working, uh, and we are, you know, increasingly following quite similar workflows in terms of doing some uh, upfront SketchUp or Rhino modeling, and then transitioning over into Revit. And I don't. I think that you know that shouldn't be impacted. But Speckle enables you to produce, um, I guess, a set of specifications that are going to meet the performance requirements of the National Construction Code mm -hmm. 2016 and 2019 in a very playful, interactive and in intuitive way. Okay, so for the uninitiated as, as myself, so w uh, what is the well difference or the similarity between things like, let's say, um, BIM? And there was, there's another similar, pro well, no, there's another program that mm. I, I've read about called DeRufus. Um, it kind of is there. There are similar, but not exactly the same. Mm. So, so I think if there was a, I don't think there's too many similarities there. To be honest, Speckle is a, is is independent at the moment in terms of uh, it is an a cloud based interface. Right. Um, we are working to uh, provide integrations into workflows. Uh, so those integrations would be output. So maybe sort of a, a Revit material file. Uh, that type of thing, uh, so it's very it's very quick and independent at the moment. But as we develop it, and you know, we've got four people working on the project full time now, so we are going to see um, a continual requirement from the market. And you know, architects are telling me exactly what they want. They're telling me that they want interoperability. They want to get some outputs from it that they can feed into the next stage of their process. And that's important to me because it means that. If I can fit into their workflow, then the concept of speckle and specification and understanding things better, I mean, has a, has more legs. It has a chance of actually uh, getting traction in the industry and helping us sort of improve buildings as we as we go along. And that's my ultimate agenda: is to improve buildings. Speckle really is just a platform that allows specification in order to do it. Okay, so. Uh go through a, a if dare I say a typical use of speckle mm. if there is one or or, or a um, let's say a, a simple use of speckle can you get, take us through the process cool yeah so look you, you jump onto speckle so www.speckle.io Indian Ocean don't ask me why uh, all techie companies uh, seem to choose IOs these days probably some sort of tax reason um, but uh, a user jumps on um, they can get access for free 
the access for free is um, there is a sort of a 14-day pretty much premium access that anyone can get involved with. But once that elapses, you can still get access to that and get great benefit out of it. Uh, it's just you won't be able to produce formal performance solutions for the National Construction Code. Mm -hmm. But let's say someone jumps on there and they sign up. They start a project. They say, hey, where's my, where's my project? It's in a, you know, it's in, it's in Melbourne. It's in Climate 6. It's in Sydney. It's in Climate 5. Fine. You're, you're taken through an onboarding process. Uh, you then select your building type. Uh, once you select your building type, a few other bits of information about your project, um, you know, you can then activate that project and you're ready to go. Once you activate that project and ready to go, you can simply build glazing systems or wall systems that are ultimately built on the back of users, really not understanding the, the, the calculations behind it, but just selecting product, good product available on the market today. It then does all the engineering for you, so you don't have to care about the engineering. We've done that. Users don't need to do that. Thereafter, you've built a wall system. You've checked it. You've built a, a glazing system. You've checked it. You might want to share that project at that point with your engineer and say, okay, hey, here you go. Here's a little share. Have a little look. They go, cool, that's done. That's great. Or maybe from an acoustics point of view, we might want to change something. We want to beef something up or... Have you checked that cladding for combustibility? You know, the big question out there for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so once the user once the user goes through that process, they save their, their wall systems. They may have one. They may have five. They save their glazing systems. They may have one. They may have ten. Save more. And then they can literally stitch that together to produce a performance outcome for the National Construction Code 2019. And the reason that's interesting, because let's face it, compliance isn't that interesting, right? But the reason it's interesting today is that we're going through the biggest change in compliance requirements Australia has probably ever seen in terms of buildings. Really? The National Construction Code okay. is lifting the game of minimum performance between 2016, the last formal registered version of the National Constru Construction Code, to 2019. And by May next year, there is a potential for the costs of a minimum compliance, so the legal minimum, to jump by maybe up to fifteen percent. So there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that are questioning well, what is the difference between 2016 2019? What what are the costs? What are the impacts to me? How do I portray this this to my client? Do they want a 2019 building now? Why not? It's it's a better outcome. From an energy efficiency point of view, there are massive benefits to what's being now uh, delivered to uh, most states in Australia and is actionable by May next year, permit uh, required. But, you know, there's major benefits to get come from 2019. It's just what is the impact? So people need to know the impact. And I was around in 2010 when, you know, we, we saw the introduction of new changes to volume one, sort of commercial side of the National Construction Code and we ummed and ah, we we got nowhere for years because we had a process whereby which everyone was independently trying to understand these things and not doing it together so we didn't really move forward as an industry for mm. years because we were all doing things independently in isolation in silos for me that's not the way to do it like you've got to move forward and that's the reason why we're putting speckle out there at a very, very cheap cost to market. So 
we want people to educate themselves about better buildings and better building envelopes and you know that's not just architects that's main contractors that's other engineers get people across the virtues of better design uh, and enable people to actually put something that is far more robust far quickly and then potentially do some other stuff that's more interesting than minimum compliance you know there's more to life than minimum compliance so we, you know it's it's a starting point uh, for getting some of this stuff out of the way um, uh, in terms of meeting the National Construction Code and thereafter, you know, go for it. Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. How is this information or all these figures or, or you know, whatnot, how is this collated or calculated down? Which, which in particular? Well, let, let's talk about the, the, the issue with acoustics, which is something mm. I'm, I'm working on at the moment in terms yeah. of the story. Um, how do they, how do they, you know ensure that there is compliance to the NCC in terms of a building. Well, a building acoustics, is a, acoustics is a funny one for compliance because there's very little out there in terms of actual compliance. There are in, in, internal walls, uh, but you know, there's people will go ahead and test in an environment, uh, and they'll they'll understand what the noise impact is outside, and they'll look for a sound absorption, look for flanking, these mm. types of issues. Um, it doesn't go into too much detail there. What it what it does, it just really starts to pull forward sort of rudimentary RW values for for a wall system. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, many wall systems, you're going to need your acoustic consultant to still get involved, right? Acoustics is a very specialist discipline. Uh, so we're not we're not trying to um, take over that conversation completely, but there are parts of the conversation that can be taken over completely because they are black and white and numerically defined within the National Construction Code. So it's my logic that, well, if you're just paying a consultant to read something and then convert it into an outcome based on a bunch of numbers, then consulting in, in that space doesn't actually add value. You've got to add value if you're a consultant. Mm-hmm. So we want to free people up to say okay let's get that stuff out of the way speckles dealt with it but let's add value elsewhere because that's really how we create better outcomes so when we have things that are numerically defined such as energy efficiency mm. we can do things far quicker and far mm. more intuitively where we have all the numbers associated to materials going into mm. into a, a wall for example then we use all those numbers in the materials and we use the calculation methodologies outlined by the government and do the calculations for you based on the fact that we've got all the information. All you're doing is selecting, hey, I'm going to put uh, an aluminium cladding on the outside, an air gap. I'm going to put, you know, 90 mil of insulation. I'm going to have steel or timber frame and a, a bit of uh, plasterboard on the inside. Like, you just build your systems the way you want to build them. And then we're slowly over time, we're going to add more feedback to the user. Make sure people, okay, maybe you've got a combustibility issue here or maybe you've got an acoustic challenge here or maybe there's a moisture challenge in your wall because moisture in itself now is becoming far more of a focus, maybe less so in the warmer climates in Australia mm-hmm. but in yeah. colder climates now. Yeah, like, like Melbourne, for example. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Melbourne, we've got, so, we've got lots of moisture challenges in mm-hmm. our buildings, lots of moisture challenges. And um, a Speckle does 
condensation calculations on the fly for you automatically so you don't ever have to worry about it. It's going to check whether you've got a safe wall system from a moisture point of view. And we think that's really important and, and it's an indication of how we don't want to see things happening in silos. We don't want your moisture consultant and your energy efficiency consultant and your acoustic consultant all independently asking questions. It will do all of those all at the same time, all on the fly for you. So you can get that better feedback and a quality tender uh, su submission or a quality specification for that wall so everyone understands where they're at and the fact that you've done as m done what you need to do for the minimum performance requirements and then if you want to go further then that's it go for it and you might need to get some specialist consultancy outside of that but you know it'll take you to the point where you're you've got a robust process and that robustness should stand a, a better chance of um, reducing the impact or reducing the potential of that value management which you know I've seen for a long time I've been been in industry for a while uh, you know working on the main contractor side uh, there's obviously there's in DNC contracts there's lots of challenges there because uh, you know the main contractor probably goes in with a, a competitive fee and that competitive fee includes some level of value management that needs to come through to start getting some profit back on the table so you know the it's a part of our industry so you, you can't just ignore it you've got to accept us uh, we've got to have very real discussions about how we change it because it's actually impacting the quality of what we do but I think if we can set forth a a, a better behavior industry to value specification and value that process far more than you know just wondering you know worrying about who's liable for what then we've got a we've got a great opportunity um, to improve you know not just the top five percent that all the big engineering companies are working on and the large architectural firms are on it's the top 50 percent that i want to look at um, you know they're the monstrous part of the industry that could really see a great uplift in terms of the quality of what we deliver as an industry uh, broadly um you know defined as the construction industry we've all got a part of it we've mm. just got to try and lift not just the top 10 percent you know, 5%, I'm not so interested in that. It's all the rest of it. Mm. That's the problem. That's the challenge. The stuff that really is on so few radars that they are going to be the people that through the introduction of the National Con Construction Code um, 2019, I guess, um, challenges are going to be more impacted than just the top end of town. Okay. But one of the most um i guess useful things about speckle is is when it comes to changes is that is that right is that one area where speckle really really um i would say shines uh look uh, you, you're spot on that's where things uh, start to make a difference uh there is a there is a facade calculator out there by the national construction code mm -hmm. um for uh volume one commercial buildings so that's right. that was released uh, a while ago um um and that is a downloadable spreadsheet However, downloadable spreadsheets are not going to deal with that challenge of the fact that you need to change things quickly, you need to change, uh, you need to understand where you've gone from A to B, what the difference is between, you know, your four or five different uh, elevations. Um, Speckle enables you to do that extremely quickly. And when I say extremely quickly, I'm talking seconds. Like really? It's, it's, it's very, very quick. It's very, uh, uh, it's uh, based on um, 
uh, a um, a very very quick selection process that has the user in mind and it's not about digging down and looking for data it's about data being sort of forced in front of you and you just go okay slider 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 select and that's the type of process that you go through to get yourself back into the space where you can be assured that you meet the performance requirements of the National Construction Code. Uh, if it's changing your window to rule ratio, we've even got this sort of awesome little concept tool where you can select your standard glazing system, and then you just slide from you know from 40% up to 70, 80% in terms of your window to rule ratio, and then it just gives you the changes. So instantly, change. So it's it tracks it for you, and enables you to know exactly where you are. So you could use Specorm for a concept, not have really have anything to do, any greater detailing of your wall system, systems or anything, but literally throw in a bit of glass, let's say a curtain wall system, mm -hmm. slide, and get the optimized window to wall ratio from an aesthetic point of view, but also from a cost and engineering point of view instantly. <laughs> Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. Okay, so let's talk sustainability. Hmm. Um, there's definitely a, a, um, a overlap with sustainability. Here. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, so, can you give me an example of, of how Speckle would would you know affect the, the sustainability rating or, or of, of a certain structure? Um, I guess sustainability ratings. I mean, it, it's focused on the National Construction Code for the time being because there is a, there is a, um, uh, I guess a, a lot of concern out there as to what it actually means in terms of implementing 2019 over 2016. Um, as we as we move forward, we'll we'll be looking for uh, opportunities in I guess the sustainable rating side of the market. Um, at the moment, we're we're really just concerned with. Um, better outcomes from a moisture, thermal acoustics, and all of that has a sustainability overlay, if you like. Uh, it's a dangerous word to define sustainability. It is. It very it's much very, is. Yeah. It's very broad, and we've we've uh, seen it overused for, for years. Um, so it's one that I probably replaced with building physics a while ago because sustainability can be so broad and conceptual where building physics is looking at something in terms of air, heat, light, sound mm -hmm. in a very specific manner. So um, while there is, we don't sort of specifically cater for something in the, that aligns to, for, for example, Green Star or something like that at, at this point in time, we're definitely looking for opportunities to speed up those processes too uh, because we certainly can do it and we believe that the process is exactly the same whether you are building a green star building or a neighbor's building or you're building a, a minimum performance requirements building, specification is still key to getting it right. It's still key mm -hmm. because the sooner you get that right, the sooner you get everything else going your direction too. Okay, so let's talk compliance mm -hmm. um, in terms of away from the code. Let's talk about, for example, things like the BCA or councils. Mm. Um, because... You know this program actually um, is traceable. You know there's obviously, I guess, a whole um, you know uh, a series of, of 
of um, historical, I guess, um, figures that you've come up with, in terms of for any any building, any measurement doesn't doesn't matter. Does that help with um, compliance, um, you know, occupancy certificates or whatever you want to call them for things like councils and whatnot? Yeah, look, um, it, it definitely assists with that. I mean, we've already uh, we've already gone into discussions with councils, uh, with government, uh, in terms of how they how they perceive Speckler as a project, uh, not with the view to try and get a specific outcome, but they they can all see the value of the fact that they can be assured that what's in there is is correct, and the in- integrity and the vision behind it is genuine in terms of its its desire to create better better buildings so we've had a lot of support building surveyors and certifiers mm-hmm. they're looking at it now testing it what was amazing to me was that the first thing they said was you're telling me we can now instantly have a look at someone else's details mm-hmm. and i didn't see that one coming to be honest I was like, well okay yeah absolutely of course you can so we're starting doing some training sessions with uh, building certifiers so whole teams are enabled for them to you know they're looking at it from a, a liability point of view you know building certifiers and you know they're starting to look at things in a very different manner now because there's so many introductions to the national construction code mm. uh, and some will be fully across them some less so right mm-hmm. there's a lot of new stuff a lot of technical stuff um you know some of the new stuff i had a team of 10 people working for me in an old company that i was working with and we started to look at the changes to the national construction code and honestly, the 10 of us had different interpretations of what was going on, pretty much. So it's very complex. So for others in in that space, in the planning space, in the certification space, in the government space, research space, educational space, for them to be able to say, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is what we want to do. We want to specify things and we want to design through sort of interactive, very, very quick process. And they get a massive amount of value from it so they can be assured that they're going the right direction. Um, confidence is a big thing about this Speckle project because mm-hmm. everyone needs to have confidence that the, the project in itself uh, is independent and it's verified um, and uh, there is a, a strength of integrity behind it and that's one of the reasons why I guess um, I'm you know pushing it so much now that uh, it's that's already come into question some of those issues about integrity and making sure that the 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 products on there are tested and verified to the national construction code you know in the early days i've already found products that have not been tested and verified and those products are no longer on speckle Mm -hmm. so you know i didn't (laughs) mean to become the police (laughs) of specification Mm -hmm. and i don't intend for that to be the case going forward but the, the, the suppliers that we're working with at the moment are very, very open with their products. They're telling us, they're showing us all their testing data. They're providing us a level of assurance that everything in there is cool, is working. Uh, and then we can then transfer that level of confidence to others that we've already gone through that process for them. Uh, but, you know, there's still going to be practitioners that want it verified by others. Okay, okay. yeah, I'm going to get my, my normal ESD engineer to have a look at this. Cool, do it that's it because speckle's not it's a software it's a software company it's not a consultancy it does automated consultancy and people may perceive it as hey isn't this just a shortcut to consultancy aren't those guys just really cutting the lunch of consultants 
maybe some of the really bad ones. <laughs> but for for the types of people that you know uh, are actually doing their job and they're they're looking at um, uh, the national Const- construction code in 2019 and seeing the challenges, they can also also see the benefits of working with this platform because it enables them to um, move forward and understand from their clients' perspective what the challenges are, and then it also frees them up to do better work too in other spaces that are probably more interesting and probably engage their staff more. Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. Okay, so let's talk about moving forward. Mm. I mean, uh, this, uh, this is not a beta version. This is, this is a fully-fledged, you know, fully-functioning, you know, is it version okay. 1.2 or 2.0? Yeah, look, it's, it's out there. It's pretty much... Uh, the, it's 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 organic in nature in terms of how it's how it's growing. Where we're turning on new features all the time. Uh, so what what we what we we made a decision to ensure that we didn't try not to confuse too many people up front. Um, we probably still managed to do that, but everyone does that. Um, you think it's the clearest thing in the world, but it's definitely uh, it needs uh, it always needs tweaking. But we're turning on new things all the time. So uh, in terms of the platform the platform's just going to grow organically and see stuff like the condensation stuff uh, mm-hmm. comparison between 2016 2019 uh, we're going to add on um, uh, the ability for users to actually build sort of glass products to look at the difference between a, a laminate glass product which might have an acoustic impact and a, a product without a laminate so we're, we're doing all sorts of stuff we're doing a research project uh, that is going to enable uh, something called warm edge spaces to be added into your glazing mm-hmm. systems so uh, lots of sort of technology but we're actually working with suppliers engaged to do the research in order to qualify the numbers that will ultimately go in to spec all but everything is always going to be conservative um, but yeah. So, um, in terms of future developments, is, mm. it, is, it, is, it, is it available as an, as an app? So it's it's we've it's best used as a desktop, uh, yes. desktop or tablet. Right. Um, that's that that's its place. Um, uh, the uh, the amount of information on there for a phone. Uh, it's just too much. Okay. Uh, it's probably not suitable. So um, yeah, you can just jump on there, um, and um, you will see. Um, You'll see uh, more products coming online. So I've got a, say, uh, I'm in conversation with many, many suppliers, but probably about 10 additional suppliers this year will come online. So that will, you know, we'll be in the mid, mid-20s in terms of major suppliers in the country, all on Speckle, which is, which is fantastic. So we're getting a lot of support from them um, and really appreciate everything that they are doing with us because they're also helping us to... Um, to promote Speckle mm-hmm. because lots of them can see the, the virtues of an independent platform that um, can tell the story of their product uh, but be, you know, third party uh, and enable some sort of conduit to, to users in some way. While there's no uh, transfer of information from a user point of view to a supplier in any way, yeah. um, the, it does enable their products to be seen more quickly. So uh, more products and uh, other markets. Uh, New Zealand and Singapore next year. Okay. If you had a magic wand 
um, what what would you immediately and uh, quickly do with uh, Speckle in terms of development? What would you what would be the thing that you would like to have like now? Oh, in terms of development, yeah. oh, there's lots of things. I think how I'd, long's the list? Yeah, <laughs> you got me. There's a, there's a lot on there. Um, I think probably um, at the moment, Speckle as a, as a platform does um, looks at the um, deem to satisfy provisions, and I'd like to create a second pathway for. Uh, verifying through more complex modeling. Uh, what that means for all of us is that you'll have two pathways and you either go one or the other, but ultimately it's going to provide you with an answer in terms of where you sit from a National Construction Code point of view. Uh, so I'd love to see that enabled for um, multiple markets so people can, as I say, get the National Construction Code, minimal compliance stuff out of the way and actually get on with the with the more interesting aspects of design. Uh, so if I can do that, and uh, you know that piece of work is probably uh, uh, take six to nine months to deliver. Um, my partner would say nine months. I'll say six months. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, that's probably a nice piece of work because that would really enable um, a more um, uh, clearer view of where the market sits in terms of these changes coming through for for the Australian market at least. Out of interest, you said you wanted um, to make uh, some um, versions for New Zealand and Singapore. Mm. Is there anything similar like this anywhere around the world, out of interest? Um, not that we know of. I mean, Speckler's the project has, has taken the, the view that um, we're all a part of the same game. Mm-hmm. So construction is is a design, it's supply, you know, it's procurement, uh, it's uh, engineering, it's construction, it's defects, it's, you know, it's planning, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's many things. So uh, many others don't choose this route to, to work with suppliers, probably because there's so many so much data moving around. Yeah. Data is a problem. Um, so um, I think uh, I, we don't know of anything else out there. Some, there's some great stuff out there in the parametric space where, uh, people are, are being enabled to do quick calculations uh, that uh, that they couldn't do before uh, to plug in to workflows from a, a design to an engineering, I guess an architectural to an engineering point of view. And there's some fantastic stuff there. But in terms of enabling users to grab actual specifications, I haven't seen anything myself. And, uh, and we just think it's a, a part of the market that is completely missing. Um, and uh, I understand why people don't go down this route because it's complex. Mm-hmm. You are looking for internal ownerships, ownership in large suppliers, organization. You're dealing with legal teams. Uh, you're dealing with product testing. Uh, you're dealing with uh, um, you're creating relationships. Um, that needs to continue. People move and move and move, particularly in the supplier space. You notice people do. Lots of people move around a bit. So trying to... Con- maintain a continual understanding of what's on there is key so what we what we're doing is making sure that for the first year up until the end of next year we take full control over that no one has any other control over what we have on there besides from the auditors that audit speckle mm-hmm. so it's a challenge for many but we, we took on the challenge because we know that um the the supply market is um is very very challenging at the moment and i don't think the national construction code introductions actually do any further benefit because as we push for more onerous outcomes from a performance point of view it has the risk of sending more supply more of the supply chain overseas which uh is is not always it's not the greatest outcome for 
the local market. I'm not inferring anything about the quality of what comes from overseas. I've seen the best products. I've seen the worst. I've seen exactly the same here in Australia. So, um, but you know, there is a yeah, there is a there's challenges everywhere. But I think the overall, if we can enforce a better understanding of what's available, then we don't need to be so downtrodden about meeting the performance requirements of the National Construction Code. We can say, hey, it's here. It's available. Here is the calculation process. Here is the outcomes. You know, we're not as bad off as we thought we were. Let's educate people, get people in the right space and uh, moving forward as opposed to sitting back and waiting or sticking their heads in the sand, which is even worse. Do you uh, envisage a time when speckle will become, dare I say, an industry standard of sorts? Oh, look, we'd all, I think we'd all like to say that. Uh, say yes to that. Uh, I would say that if, if Speckle uh, starts to get traction just because it's uh, allowing people to specify and understand uh, some of the complexities of building wall systems and glazing systems, um, then it's pretty much it's done its job. Um, I want to lift the game of industry, get people to think about this far more than what's been done first at the moment. Uh, stop thinking so much about the liability of specification and work together with architects to make sure that specification is front and centre. If I can get that, uh, then I think I've done my bit because then I can be assured that the outcome is better building envelopes and then that has a, a big knock-on effect to uh, my, um, I guess, my uh, fundamental beliefs that we need to improve buildings from a from a greenhouse gas emission point of view in order to meet our targets come 2030 and be a part of that global agenda mm. of um, gradually improving our building stock and moving towards um, just far better, far more resilient, far more durable outcomes. I'm sure we'll all be hearing a lot more and seeing a lot more of Speckle. Thank you very much, Darren O'Day. Carol, thanks a million. Cheers. You've been listening to Talking Architecture and Design, and until next time, goodbye. Architectural Window Systems are proud supporters of the A&D podcast and the architectural profession throughout Australia. Visit specifyaws.com.au or contact one of our team for support with your next project. (laughs) 